Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number seven, I think this is, of Liberally Correct. Well, welcome to the Resistance. We are, we are adding another member to uh, the official Resistance podcast of the anti-Trump era. My name is Eric Mack, coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm Brett Madsen, I'm coming to you live from Philadelphia. And with, us, Trump with, is a, with, us, with us today, we have a special guest. Uh, Matthew Hurdy, I'm from Salem, Oregon. So one of the things that when Brett and I talked about doing this podcast, one of the things that I felt kind of bad about after this election was it wasn't so much that uh, that, that the result was inconceivable. It was just that I, I didn't think that it would happen because I didn't know anybody in my day-to-day life that was really for Trump. So I, I realized that like there, you know, we, we saw endless debates play out on uh, Facebook during actual debates on TV and on cable news and and so forth. But there was no real dialogue. So I, I figured like actual talking to each other might might help. So one of the things that I wanted to do with this podcast was actually talk to people out there in the real America and get their perspective on what exactly happened out there. Because I can only speak from my own experience. And there's over 300 million people in this country. So, Matthew, what happened out there? Yeah. Uh, five um, five words happened, or less. Well, you you only have five words. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm um, just kidding. You, you can you can uh, yeah. You can okay. Pontificate um, as much no, as you want. People are tired of the the establishment, and they see you know all these really really poised, really oiled politicians. They got their talking points. They talk to you like this. Then there's this Trump guy who's just like, hey, folks, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of you. We got, you know, we got the working class, you know, I'm going to bring back your jobs. And, you know, he ran on a populist message. And it's another reason why Bernie Sanders gave Clinton a run for her money was because they both 
they, they both had winning strategies because they were populists. They, you know, they were talking, you know, for the people and, and you know, the work of the, uh, what's it called, the workers' union and stuff. But, like, from, from the 30s. You mean they were using that language or they were suggesting yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. If you guys need me to specify anything, please tell me so that yeah, like, yeah. sometimes it's a little bit convoluted. Uh, uh, but that's basically what, you know, I saw, you know, in, in the South, you know, like he was going to win there, you know. Oh, which he, uh, Trump or Sanders? Trump. Trump, yeah. Because, you know, I, I could go into the Republicans and all their rhetoric, but what I want to address is like people like in Ohio and you know michigan you know where their jobs were taken away and it wasn't it wasn't a matter of you know we're gonna go with this guy because you know he's you know saying all these crazy things it was a matter of what what do i want do i want do i want the same you know no change centrist establishment or i i want to um shank shank uger used this really interesting interesting language Uh, he said he said throw brick in the, in the establishment wall. And I think that's kind of what this whole election was about. It was a backlash to corporatism, but it turns out that the American voter played themselves because Trump is an obvious, obvious fraud. I say this from the very beginning of the campaign. Like when I saw him, it, it scared me what, what he said as his supporters were going out in the street and beating and spitting on Latino protesters while chanting USA, USA. That was like officially the beginning of, of our fascism, our own fascism here in America. So you must feel really good right now about that. Oh, yeah. How the, how the story ended. He won. Oh, my God. <laughs> he won. Yeah. He won huge. 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 Um, yes, huge. So, Matthew, uh, where are you living right now? You said you're from Oregon. I, I, I'm living with my parents. We live in West Salem, so it's a really kind of rich part of town. Up in the uh, so, yeah. So, do you uh, know well, anybody? Because Eric was saying like he didn't know anybody who, in his day to day life, who voted for Trump. Did you know anybody in your day to day life who? Voted um, for Trump? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Did, were they like from? Because we've heard a lot. The thing you were saying about manufacturing going away and driving populism. Did the people that you know who voted for Trump? Was that a concern for them in the abstract, or did they have they actually lost their jobs to automation or globalization? Actually, the the supporters that I knew were actually you know they're my age, and some of them liked Bernie, but they're going for Trump you know because of like it could be because you know their family was religious and you know they always you know vote Republican, so it's like ingrained in them to you know just go with with the Republican. <laughs> some, well, some, yeah, yeah. Br- Brett can tell you about that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do I have to do it right now? Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was, I was, I was raised very conservative, Ed. It's, uh, it's funny because on the one hand, I'm surprised that evangelicals are voting for it. everything, every I'm, way I was told to be. Yeah, it's, I, I am, and I'm not. I'm on, not on the one hand, everything I was told to do, how I was told to act, how I was told to, you know, be as a person, is directly contradicted by it. Even the, in in my particular experience, even the extra biblical class stuff. Like you act this way because you have money and you pity through God's grace and kindness. You pity these other people, but you, you know, you're kind of making sure that they never rise to your level. Like you want a lot of evangelicalism, like once a class system, but it's still a lot about appearances and politeness and kind of this gentility that I found very off putting 
as I grew. But at the same time, there is what you said. There's there's an ingrained idea. Oh, you have to vote this way. I remember being pretty young and hearing a pastor say, sure, say, "I can't I can't tell you who to vote for, but I can tell you you can't as a Christian ever vote for anybody who supports abortion." I was like, "Well, so you kind of are telling us who to vote for." I was like nine. I was like, "That that limits our options." Right <laughs> I was a hardcore Nazi. I remember in fourth grade Whoa. when I was really into World War II. Like I was like, "Oh my God, our American beachheads! We could have like mines and stuff. Like we can have these pillboxes." Like I was totalitarian at a young age, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I, you you were reading about uh, like D Day, and you were excited by the German yeah. side of things. Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you know, when when Obama was elected. You know, I could remember my dad, you know, being like, okay, you know, whatever, let, let's see. And I was like, okay, you know, like optimistic. And then, like, the hate bandwagon came out. This, all, of the, all of the crazy things that they said about him, that Michelle's a man, and this is this, and the Muslim. And, and I jumped on that bandwagon. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, Obama, you know, he's a total Muslim. You know, we got to get the gays. You know, so it was it was really crazy back then. I think I think Eric, I think you knew me in that period. I think I was tenth grade. Yeah. So when you first reached out to me, okay. So so the backstory of how I came into contact with uh, with Matthew here is ten years ago. I did the I, I put together this web page of the uh, what I, you know what I thought were the greatest songs of all time, and then it just kind of sat there for like years and years and years. And, you know, people actually read it, I guess, in court, including Matthew here. Uh, you know, these people on the street, I guess. The internet and, streets. And I have and a lot then, to thank uh, And then one day he uh, reached out to me, like maybe about, what, like five years ago? I think so, yeah. So at, at the time I was, well, this actually reminds me of something. At, at, at the time, yeah, you were rooting for Obama to lose. That was, that was during the 2012 election. And I remember kind of saying, well... I don't know. I'm I'm sort of looking at the data, and unless Romney wins Ohio, which you know he won't, based on what the polls were were saying and what you know five thirty eight and Nate Silver were saying, that that's just never going to happen. And it and it and it and it didn't happen. And Obama won. And and I, I just I I'm sort of thinking about that now because you know I feel like a lot of us, including me, were just sort of hoping and praying that like if you sort of did enough magic with uh, algorithms and statistics and data and all this kind of stuff that somehow people would vote differently, I guess. It's like all this stuff has like nothing to do with like people actually walking to the ballot and, and, and filling it out. It's just a side note, I, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was definitely an illusion that you could know it. I was surprised how widespread that was to this idea going into the election. I mean, we've talked, we've covered this already, but we were both nervous. Yes. And a lot of people seem to think it was certain, just absolutely certain that Clinton was going to win. Yeah, I, I remember um, we had, I had a, some ice rum, and I was like, okay, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this. My friend Aiden, he's like, it's all right. You know, you know they'll, they'll be done you know, counting it in the morning. We won't know until tomorrow. I, like, he was like, Here, she'll, she'll take Ohio. It's okay. <laughs> oh, really? So I was, I don't know why, because I didn't base this on any, you know, I've made a lot of other poor predictions, but I think I'm on record with Eric at least saying that he's going to win Ohio and Florida. 
I thought she might swing North Carolina. I did not think Michigan and Wisconsin were going to flip. I did not think Pennsylvania was going to flip. But I thought she was going to lose Ohio and Florida. They just seemed to, like, Ohio to Christian and Florida to, Florida to, like, shallow and money grabbing. I thought, like, oh, they'll actually, and I'm from Florida. I say that as a Florida. Uh, like, they're, they're going to say, oh, he's one of us. <laughs> Enough <laughs> people will say that, that he's going to win there. It was so surreal. Like, I was like, it happened. I was like, I, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Still happening. A... Still happening. Still happening. Yes. yes. Yeah. We're like a week into it. Yeah. And it's, yes, it, we <laughs> 52 weeks a year times four. Yeah. We've got like 208 weeks, 207 yeah. since we're, we've got one week down, but 207, Ooh, well. 207 more weeks to go in, in his term before he maybe wins again. <laughs> he, he he might not win again because he not, might not be able to run. This like, I can't remember where it says in the Constitution. I, for the life of me, I can't find it. Like I literally Googled it, but you can't. He he didn't divest from his business interests, did he? He didn't put it into uh, blind trust. No, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't sell uh, or yeah, he didn't sell or divest. So so there's that. He's already violation of the Constitution as we yeah. Speak. But but the um, is that actually yes, I, in the constitution that like you have to do that or is that sort of like it's in the constitution? Okay, I, yeah, I'm not a constitutional scholar. You could so the nor am I. The Trump I have, I've only been made aware of this clause recently because previously just wasn't really worried. You know, previously yeah. if your president was going to be an open violation of the constitution, he would either take steps to not be or he wouldn't run. <laughs> yeah, it's like even uh, George W. Bush. I'm assuming sold his share of the texas rangers yeah you know you had had to sell whatever whatever company um man see now now we're all going by foggy memories but bush divested from a number of companies i think one of them was actually enron i forget if he just had a close relationship with them or if he actually yeah okay so to, to, to go back to sort of the premise of of the podcast which is sort of what happened out there so we we've sort of gone back through your background of sort of being coming from a more conservative place so what where where when did the when did the switch flip well wait what which switch what did you oh, go from well, being when yeah did you, when did you go to... from conservative to as a, i mean it was kind of a a sudden thing for me to suddenly see you throwing around you know bernie sanders stuff on facebook so i was i was kind of like whoa that this this is a little bit of a change yeah, so here's how it happened. Since since I was a little bigot and I hated the gays, I went on to YouTube to, you know, Google just like, you know, homosexuals getting punched in the face or something, you know, because you can be hateful like that and get away with it. Um, now I know my next Google search. Oh, Continue. Yeah. I <laughs> and I can't, I can't find it. I can't find the film, but for some reason I stumbled upon... Is that is that the worst it. thing in the world that you can't find it? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. And it was just basically saying, it's like, hey, homosexuals are people too. And, you know, since I was an idiot and didn't consider them as human beings or anything, I, I don't know, for some reason it just hit me. And I was like, why are you being such an asshole? Like, it's not, it's not your problem. And I was like, wow, what the fuck, God? It's like, this is kind of weird. You know, it's like you you said that you don't want them to 
to be gay and like they're still like really beautiful people and so it was like in like I felt so embarrassed you know like real like two months in looking back and like holy shit even coming out of that was embarrassing it's like I had to say oh no you're a human being too so that's where it begun and it ended it ended in Texas where there is just a church on every block that you got you got everything. did you live in Texas or I lived in Texas for four months. I wanted to get a job with, you know, with my grandparents. Things were really heated at the house, so I had to skedaddle. And basically, they they were trying to do the whole, we're trying to tell you about God, but not really. And there are just many encounters where my biggest problem with religion is the fact that it's so anti-intellectual. If you try to question something. It's automatically shaken or it's demonic. And I remember, you know, arguing with, with my grandma and she was like trying to cast Satan out of me. And that's when I was like, okay, so that's now solid. I really have something to think about. You know, if I was kind of a Christian going into Texas, I was not a Christian when I came out. Uh, I saw like these, these Buddhist videos. Yeah, Texas will just about, will, will do that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh. I didn't like it. So that's like how I became such a bleeding heart, raging liberal. That's uh, that's interesting. So it was, I'm surprised that gay rights had such an effect on, because for me it was sort of the other way around, where, you know, you're uh, same thing I was taught, these people are not really people. But that, yeah. uh, realizing, thinking, starting to think myself, I don't believe this, and in fact am uh, very offended by that idea. Yeah. That came after I'd already made a bunch of other concessions. It was like it was a little far down the line. Oh, um, really? Change for me. yeah, yeah. It's okay. I, uh, I I grew up in the in the Episcopal Church, and uh, there was no hatred of gays. I don't I don't think so. Isn't it nice? Cool. Isn't it nice? Well, there was a uh, controversy in like 2003 when there was this gay bishop in like Connecticut or somewhere in New New England that was elected or chosen to be a bishop who is openly gay. And it was like this national uproar. No, I remember that one because um, suddenly everybody in my in my bubble growing up was just infuriated by the Episcopal Church. And I didn't even know we had one of those. I'm like, what is, I thought this was the only church. You guys keep telling me that. I thought it was like us and then they're like Buddhists that we need to save. And then there's Muslims somewhere. We probably need to save them too. Like what's what's with this Episcopal thing? This is new. I didn't even know about it. Right, uh, but yeah. I was supposed to be very angry about Episcopals it. are the radicals, man. Yeah, they've, <laughs> they've only the you know like the the church that my mom still goes to in Lothian, Maryland, was built in 1632, I believe. So, like or 1692, maybe. Uh, either way, it's it's before 1700. Um, there's like actually like a little uh, stone built into like the brick <laughs> that's that actually has like the year on it on like where each of the buildings of the church okay so uh so so gays turned you liberal okay i guess i guess they have that effect gays turned me liberal yeah like, that's that's a great name of a book the gays turned me liberal yeah. yes cross arms staring at the cover <laughs> so the ann coulter post is that like um, roughly when the this forty year long election began? Is that sort of like coincide when the, when when that happened? This sixteen hundred and seventy eight month election. 
Oh, did your politics? He's asking, did your politics change? I'm sorry, that, was, um, that, was, that wasn't a election. that wasn't sorry. a well delivered joke. I'm sorry. No, no, I got you. Yeah, it went right over my head. Uh, but did your politics change like around the time that this very long campaign cycle was starting, or had you become much more liberal uh, before? I okay, so I become liberal in the 2013 2014. No, I, no, it was in the 2012. No, it was in 2013 where I, where I uh, uh, homosexual. Um, and then after that, it just like kept, like I kept getting more curious about things. Like, uh, like I didn't the gays will also have that effect. Yeah. On you. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was, I was, I wasn't going to say, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Continue. It's okay. Oh, what was I going to say? The, Oh, so like as that kept going, I, I became more curious about it, and like because of that, I wanted, you know, I, I wanted to love God and everything. I just didn't get like the religious aspect of it. It was like starting to get on my nerves. So I was like, I'm not really a Christian anymore. I'm more of like deist. Like I believe in a God. I don't know. And by the time I left Texas, I was like. Well, that well, that's interesting because like when I was um, when I was about like eighteen or so, and I sort of decided that like church was no longer for me. I'd sort of considered myself a, a deist, where it was sort of more of a philosophical thing for me. Where I was like, I don't really understand uh, how the universe was created, but to the extent that I do, I think it was probably set in motion a long time ago, and it'll just kind of play out the way it plays out. I'm like, that's that's sort of more my feelings on it. Yeah, you know, and you know, people gotta understand. Like, we don't we don't feel like deeply about that. It's like, you know, when Christians say it's like, oh, you you can't you can't prove it, so therefore, you know, it's not. And it's like, no, but we're not. Well, we can't prove what claim. We're we're just we're just observing what is and what is not, and if you. Matthew, like, when you say can't prove it, what do you mean? Can't prove what? Like how the universe is created. Or Oh, you mean you can't you know, prove that a Big Bang or whatever started? Yeah. Okay. And but like to us, I feel like it's not it's not as vigorously important because as it is to them, because to them, you know, that's you know the beginning of everything. And Yeah, and I mean it's a question of identity too, right? Like when you're saying that, it's less that you I've looked into it and I've talked to scientists and I really think the earth is 6,000 years old. Saying that is more <laughs> statement of belief. Well, because I, I don't think in... I, this is a hard concept to get your head around and I'm not sure I'll do it justice. But in the sense that, you know, um, a researcher might say, I have come to this conclusion or, you know, a, a child will learn a new math fact. Two and two is four. I, I don't think most people who claim 6,000 years think of it exactly like that. It's more a statement of identity and purpose. It's, I say these words to mean this is how I think people should act and how the world should be. And when you're, when you're attacking that, I'm not really concerned about, you know, uh, geology. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. Not, I, I, yeah I'm not, or math. I'm concerned about what you're saying about me as a person and how I go about my life. I think that's how a lot of these, these discussions go when you wander into that. You know, you'll have somebody who cares cares about, you know, attaching the right number to things, <laughs> saying 
that, that can't possibly be right. And then another person saying, no, I'm a good person. So in a weird way, you're kind of talking past each other. At the same time, no one should claim publicly that the Earth is 6,000 years old. So you're sort of in a bind. Wrong. Yeah, there are, uh, there, there are trees near here that if you, if you decided to chop them down and you decided to count the number of rings <laughs> on, the, uh, on, the, uh, on the trunk or whatever, you, I just chopped you, them down. You, 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 would, you would be able to count more than six thousand. Uh, you know, <laughs> like one of those one of those lines means you know a year. And God made those trees very beautifully. Yeah, what's your yes. problem with that? <laughs> I, I love I love the Bill Hicks one where he's like dinosaur bones, you know, fossils. God put those there to test our faith. <laughs> I, I, I really love that one. It's like. Well, so, fossils, so, so this really seems like this, like sort of being more to the left, is like sort of more of a religious identity kind of thing for you, and and sort of maybe moving away from from that. Or, I mean, it just seems like when when we keep sort of asking, like, okay, so how does you sort of drift from the right to the left? Uh, you, you sort of keep uh, summoning kind of religion over or, or God or gays. Yeah, they all go um, hand in hand. I don't know. Could you like? rephrase the question sorry i'm trying to uh, sort of get at what your politics are and sort of how they sort of have evolved over time so let me be more direct so when i forget who was the first to declare is that he was running for president i think it was ted cruz in like maybe march of 2015 i'm um, still waiting to vote for bobby jindal i'm tanned and ready Ready. I'm ready to vote for that uh, Cruz Fiorina ticket that lasted oh, about yeah. three days. That's a really bold, um, bold move to pick your VP after you obviously lost. So obviously this this election cycle happened. It was as, as someone who's been through several of these election cycles now. I, I would say this is way unlike anything that we've experienced before, but. So take us back to sort of the when when all this craziness started. Ted Cruz announced sixteen other Republicans announced, and then Hillary and Bernie were there, and then like three other people that I don't remember. Martin O'Malley was yeah. one, and then Lincoln um, Lincoln Chafee, Lincoln Chafee Lincoln some other <laughs> yeah no uh, Jim Webb yes that was Jim his Webb. name. Did you hey fun fact? Did you know Jim Webb killed a man? Yes, he actually was said so started? during the debate. Yeah. There, when uh, I think one of the questions was, "Who's like your, who do you consider like your biggest enemy or something?" And he he answered like oh, the guy I killed, the with, the, yeah, the guy I yeah. killed with that grenade and knob. But everyone was like, now. "Whoa!" And then meanwhile, he points to his like Vietnamese wife in the audience. <laughs> so. Jim Webb she's was, like, was, she's like, she was knows good, what I'm good, talking good about. entertainment fodder for, for, for one debate. He all he gave us was one measly debate, damn it. In terms of uh, entertainment value. It's okay. It's okay. So Lincoln anyway, Chafee has no scandals. Lincoln Chafee does not have any scandals whatsoever. Okay. It cannot be, be it cannot be conclusively proved that he's lived a human life either. So <laughs> that's, that's how you avoid scandals. Oh yeah. my god. That was so bad. I felt so bad for him. Oh, I didn't. I, I loved it. <laughs> his name is Chafee. Yeah. <laughs> he spent a fair amount of time at his announcement uh, talking about 
how he shoes horses. Nice. Do you guys see that thing? Oh, it was great. <laughs> the Democrats. Anyway, sorry, Eric, we're taking away from what, what are you trying to get out here? So I, I, I'm just trying to uh, go back in time to the beginning of this election. What? Where was your head at at the time in terms of? Okay. Obviously, Bernie burst on the scene, and you you kind of got swept away with okay. what he was saying. So, so, so like the- like like take take us through that experience, I guess. Okay. So obviously, when I came back from Texas, I was I was much more liberal, but like I I like only consider that like in you know socially, like there was nothing like policy wise that made me like closer to the left. Like I just wanted, you know, just to. You know, just to be a human being and to like care about you know everybody and, and all that shit. And then this Bernie guy comes along and is like, oh no, these are the policies that we got to implement. It's like we we gotta we gotta get a tax speculation on Wall Street so that we can go to college and we gotta get single payer and everything. And you know, I was like, whoa, what what what's this guy talking about? And he he invokes political revolution in in his speech in his speeches, and it was just like. This guy is like saying all the right things. Like every all the Republicans, they're saying these anti-fact things that cannot be supported, or like that they're lying. And you know, there was just this guy that was saying all the right things, and he wasn't polished. He wasn't um, he wasn't presidential in that sense that he like played the bongos like all the time, and just be playing the bongos, preaching to the American people about. Everything I just said, you know, education, single payer. So he got me into politics, basically. Like I, like I would say that you know before, like I was generally like left, but like after Bernie, like I was part of his brand, if you if you will, not as a Democrat because I'm not I'm not a Democrat. I'm yes, I have no party unless it's green because I call myself progressive. I don't I don't say I'm liberal. Like I'm I'm just to the left. So what's what, what's the difference between the two in your view? Well, liberal I feel is just a bad word or something. Like liberal to me is the the Clinton. Well, here's the thing: like Clinton and Obama are like the establishment, but they're the establishment in different ways. Obama was center left in the sense that you know he. Per- proposed all this change and he did he did help our country a lot he got us you know out of you know the the economy recession uh no he he made he made the economy better and you know unemployment and everything but he still was a corporatist he took money from wall street and they financed his campaign so of course it was i got i scratch your back you scratch mine and clinton was a bit worse than that because not only did she take corporate money, she was a Goldwater girl. Like back in the day, you know, she was in Arkansas and she was a Republican. Like she says that she's she's this, that she's a liberal or that she's, you know, kind of center. And then she said that she's such a progressive. It it just, forgot where I was going with that. So, so in your, in in your, in your view, when you, when you don't think Hillary Clinton is a genuine progressive because not necessarily because of the it's more of a she's just from the old guard when we just sort of called that stuff liberalism well i mean i don't know she took it was until 2013 to get around to 
to gay rights, you know, after everyone else did. And it's just like, you know, if you're going to be a progressive, you know, you better have your history to back it up. You know, Bernie, you know, there's like video after video after video, Bernie standing up for what he believes in. And the whole time Clinton didn't say a damn thing because her donors told her not to because she is part of the neoliberal establishment, part of the Democratic Party. What makes the difference between a liberal and a progressive basically is, well, just just that, that you're you're willing to get money out of politics, get a constitutional amendment passed so that we can control our government again, because that's what's going on. Okay. Brett, what do you have? What do you have to say? <laughs> I, I, uh, I sorry, I was I was I was looking through the Goldwater thing. Um, yeah, the I, Goldwater I had, thing. I I, I'm not. So she did, well, she was, but I mean that that was in was, high school. But, I feel yeah, like that, that shouldn't was, really be uh, held against her. She was probably like a teenager at the time. Yeah, the Arkansas that was when she was with Bill, so she would have been Democrat by then. I think when she uh, was in college, I think is when she switched in, over I'm in name sure. only. In name only is she a Democrat throughout the entire camp when Bernie lost. She did nothing to reach out to us. She wasn't talking about education or healthcare. Should we need to break down the barriers? Why not the why, why can't we break down the barriers to the voting booth? That that's what I wanted to know. Because this election um, obviously obviously stolen. Well and fr- from Bernie. Uh, there was hundred and eighty two delegates that she took in places like well, I I can't believe that it wasn't a big deal the first in the first primary in Iowa. She like there was there was something going on with her staff, and you know w- WikiLeaks is really nice too because it just exposed that they were in the bag for Clinton from the very beginning. And well, who's they? they who's they? The the Democratic establishment. Well, to be fair, she, to be de- fair, she is a Democrat. No, she's not. She's not she's a, a member. Democrat she's not a member of the Democratic Party. She may say that she's part of the Democratic Party, but where is her mindset? She's center right. I... She's center right. Whoa! Uh, why? Uh, why do you say that? Why do you say that? Okay, if she was such a progressive, then why wasn't she talking on all the things that Bernie Sanders was talking about? So why didn't she I go mentioned I mentioned this Wisconsin? earlier what, during our Facebook why didn't chat. Why did she go campaign uh, so here, here's, here's, here's a, okay. So here is a fact. When Bill Clinton was elected president in 1992, the, mm-hmm. one of the first things they did was they tried to pass universal health care. And it was nicknamed Hillary Care because that was actually her project. Mm-hmm. And, and they tried to pass it and it failed. And then one of the consequences of that was the Republicans took back the House in 1994, led by Newt Gingrich and this like revolution. Newt. Yeah. So they got the House back for the first time in like, 40, 50 years. So like the, the idea that she's not for universal health care or that she's not on that side of it is just, I mean, that's just not true. Well, then you didn't look at the debate with Bernie, Bernie and Hillary. It was the, um, it was a Telemundo one. Uh, it was the Spanish one where she was arguing against uh, single payer. So hang on. I don't know. I'll well, have, I'll have to, Single. See that video because I saw it with my own eyes. She was arguing against single payer. So she, no, she's not a Democrat. She's not a liberal. She's not a progressive. Well, single she's payer and universal health care aren't necessarily the same thing. Well, she was arguing against it. She was arguing against. So some what? Sort what if there's a better solution than single payer? 
that, there's that a still covers everybody. Then she should have, then she should have been championing on, cha- uh, uh, campaigning on that and, and driving for that for she years. Did. But she, she, she did. She said, she did. said yeah. we, we want to get everybody up to 100%. It's, it's, I mean, it's arguable that some of the reasons she finally lost is that there's still resentment from older voters over uh, oh, yeah. her role in over her role in the uh, in yeah, trying so, to get healthcare passed the first time. Like she, it, it's it. You could make the case that she's suffering still because she was too liberal too early in the nineties from a position of power. I don't know. She's not. She's not liberal to me. Like, I, well, I mean, so so you said if, two things about you said why you, does the entire internet love her? What? What? Why, where's this well, huge resentment? I, well, I mean, like, there are there are a lot of racists on there are a lot of racists on the internet too. So yeah. But I wouldn't, most, I wouldn't say it's one to one that if the internet likes you or part of the internet likes you that you're liberal. Uh, but but you said previously that you wouldn't consider yourself a Democrat. Yet you seem really offended by the idea that she says that she's a Democrat. Because, Can you explain that a little bit? Because like it's like she's trying to do what Bernie was doing. Every time that Bernie would say something, she would try to you know do the same thing. And after she lost, she she didn't run to us. She ran to the right. She kept trying to go after the. Uh, I mean, after she lost the presidential election. What? After she lost the presidential election. No, no, no. She uh, after Bernie lost. Then yeah, she didn't, she didn't come uh, back after, to us. after after she won the nomination is, is what he meant. Yeah. Okay, so after she won, she didn't come back. Um, well, I mean, what would you that, like that, to see? That's just part of sort of then transitioning into the general. You sort of have to win the uh, the sort of people in the center. So I mean, Trump. Did that too? Yeah, I think Bernie also did that. Too bad that they don't have open primaries. So well, okay, so here's a here's a point of contention between the two of us. Okay. Now, this idea that I I have sort of been, uh, you know, I, like okay, it was it was within the rules for Bernie who was elected to the Senate as an independent. Mm-hmm. I think even when he was. Uh, elected mayor of Burlington, Vermont. I think it was as an independent. I think when he then went into the House of Representatives, it, w- it was as an independent. So, like, he's he's actually never been a member of the Democratic Party. Yeah, and everything that he has, the Democrats like. Well, I mean, the actual you know people, you know, the the Democratic establishment hated what Bernie had to say because he was going to take their money away, like he was going to tax them. Because we need we need to help our people in this country. We don't we don't focus Wait, on tax them. tax who the one percent. But aren't, know, those, the, aren't those the, generally the aren't those generally Republicans? I don't I don't think it matters. Like well, as long as you have a lot. Then of why would the Democrats be against what Bernie's saying if what he would do would penalize Republicans? Hang on, this isn't this isn't making much sense. So you're saying? Could you repeat that? Like I'm getting kind of lost here. So you you said that Democrats didn't or like what Bernie was saying because it would negatively affect the one percent. Yes, but, but the one percent sure, tend to be sure tend to be sides. for re- Republicans, not for Democrats. Yeah, because because they tend to be more shameless about well, it. Why, um, but why would the Democrats then be for something that would hurt the Republicans? Because they wanted a. They wanted a corporate candidate. They didn't want to change candidate. They didn't want to rock the boat. They needed Clinton. So they need Clinton so that they can keep 
the course. Stay the course. Don't try to rock the boat with this crazy socialism stuff. Just keep the course. And so, that that failed. That so they, here's, they failed here's something. They, um, Brett and I talked about this a little bit in, uh, I think it was episode two that we did. But, you know, and you mentioned that what really spoke to you from Bernie was the idea of the political revolution. You really liked that. Now, I heard that and I was horrified because for the simple, it's just a simple pragmatic thing because we had on the other side, this rise of Donald Trump. And so I I thought Bernie Sanders was like basically solidifying the idea that this was a change election. Right. And I was like, like if, if, if it's a change election, then Republicans win. (laughs) Like, like I, and I did, I really did not want to see that. So I was, but that's sort of my view of that. I, what? I, 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 I'm just, uh, do you have something to say, Brett? Oh, well, I would, sorry. I'm going to take it away from what you were saying, Eric. Sorry. Um, I, I want to go back to this idea. This seems. I mean. I mean. I'm. I'm not trying to uh, be cute here. I, I. I. It doesn't make sense to me. But I'm also interested in this, Matthew. Uh, this idea that you said several times, where you think Hillary wasn't liberal enough, she didn't believe in these things, she wasn't truly democratic. Yet you don't consider yourself democratic. And Bernie Sanders wasn't registered democratic. So like, why did he like deserve by you know by like right of conquest or whatever? Why did he deserve to just have the Democratic nomination because when he, he was, was only right. lately. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's a. He was it's a, right in his policies. Clinton, but it's but it's know. a like it's a private organization essentially, right? It's it's a it's a group of political players and citizens who want to see certain political causes. But they're activated. supposed to be representing us, and that's what. No, he, no, 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 no. Dem- like Democrats are supposed to be represent. No, no, no. De- Democrats are supposed to be representing Democrats, right? That's that's yeah, the point Democratic of the, ideas, right? It's it's political club. Um, yeah, so the idea is that they represent the, the policies that they all can come to a rough consensus on. Yeah, when it, when it comes um, to determining the nominee, they, it's about determining who best represents, in theory, the, but uh, don't the Democrats, think, the, don't the actual party members. Liberal? Don't you think he was more liberal anyway? Compared than, to than Clinton? Than Clinton? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, broadly speaking. There you, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Well, it's, but, well, so these are these are two different things. One, you're asking whether or not we well, three different things. Sorry. One, you're asking whether or not we liked him or not, which we can talk oh, about. Okay. I didn't. Two, you're saying that just because someone is more liberal, they're more democratic, which isn't necessarily one to one. If you're going real, real far left, which he threatened to do, and then we still haven't really solved this idea of. Or haven't gotten bothered of this idea that just because someone is more liberal, they deserve a nomination of a political club, which well, might not want them. Honestly, we we needed him. We like that's that's. We what, say we. Matter. You mean like, like in, American voters day, generally? This this whole partisan thing is 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 just complicating it. It so, doesn't it doesn't matter. So why? So I asked you deserve, this. We des- I, we're human beings, and we deserve to have the best possible nominee for president to help the. Uh, help us in our problems that we're facing but instead we're going backwards so i i asked so, this, i asked this before on facebook but so why did he run for to be the democratic nominee then if it wasn't about actually independent that, that's crazy 
sort of like i mean it was back then kind of not now i guess you could still do that right he ended up doing better than you're not a democrat therefore you can't be part of our little political game um, well he he did is, get to know, be part of it right he got to run and, oh, and, he, no. and he almost he won part of it he was they they well, killed no, him no, no, at every, no. if, every he, if he didn't they were like to, oh no it, this bernie sanders guy he's really he's kind of dangerous uh, who's no, who's they? Never really liked Bernie Sanders ever. So, but then wait, what? why do you why do you think it's a good thing to be Democratic? Why, if you don't like the Democratic Party, essentially, why why do you think it's bad that Hillary, in your mind, wasn't Democratic now? Okay, you you, you lost me again. Right. Um, the could you repeat the question? Sure, sure. So you you keep saying that. You know, you want somebody, anybody to represent the values that Bernie represented, and you think it's mm-hmm. shameful, shameful that no one voiced those concerns previously. Yes. But then you're also saying that, therefore, he deserved this one party's nomination. Yeah. Well, but what if the party didn't like those views? Even, like, let's assume that Hillary's evil, Democratic Party well, leadership well, is they, evil, they, they and that yeah. Bernie's truly right. Why does the party, if the party likes bad things... Why is it like obligated to let someone in who only recently became a member of that party? Why why are they just obligated to all love him and support him even if he doesn't do what they expect their nominees to do? Well, because it would get them seats, it would get them votes because they would they would bring this pop they should have they should have nominated him. We we he would have won in a landslide this guy. He would have won in an absolute landslide. Because hmm. the I don't know about that though. There's, uh, I don't there's, know there isn't that. a lot of like opposition research on him, and, and I think like when you say socialism on the national stage, even still in 2017, um, I think that would be. Uh, th- this is not a judgment on whether or not saying that at all is bad. I'm saying that might not play well with everybody. So saying a landslide seems suspicious to me. Well, I mean, being on the right hasn't ever really played out for anyone. So we well, need to take we're a not, hard not, left. We need to take a hard left. Reagan has been destroying our economy since the 80s with this well, whole trickle-down bullshit. And Well, when you no, say the right hasn't worked out for anyone, I mean, are you, do you mean politically? Because clearly a lot of politicians who are pretty far right have won elections. Yeah. Yes, no, including, including uh, Donald Trump. Well, he's all over the map. He's sometimes yeah. really far right, <laughs> and other times he's just like, I am Donald Trump, I am your fearless leader, I will destroy them all. But Yeah. No, um... I think I think the reason why I'm getting so confused is this issue of partisanship. I think that kind of disgusts me. It's like we're all we're all people. So, so if, if you don't like if, the if you're not part of the club, the parties, you should have been thinking about humanity and you should have been thinking about the people. And the reason why you would want somebody like Bernie Sanders is so that you can get votes, so that, that people actually get excited and come out. And they well, didn't do that. Why That's why, why didn't lost. He get because more they didn't reach votes than the Miller class people? Like like Trump. Hang on, let me let me finish. Okay. When when Trump was campaigning in Wisconsin and Michigan and so forth, Clinton did not because she was like, oh, well, if I go, then that makes it mean that like there's going to be a run for our money. Yeah. How did that go? She didn't work out. She she didn't reach out to the working class of this country. I'm sorry, she didn't. And uh, the I'm only not, reason I'm not disputing the that. only reason Trump Trump is president yeah, certainly at least not effectively. Hillary Hillary Clinton is the reason why we have Donald Trump. Okay, I mean, I I do, I, I do not I do down. not think that Hillary was a 
Uh, I think she has zero charisma. I don't think she if she was a flawed candidate. But I, the people voted. So if anything, I, I they had their choice and they they made their choice. Um, I, and they chose Trump. So I would say the American people are responsible for Donald Trump. No, but she didn't. She she, she didn't care. That's why nobody voted for her because she didn't have a message. She, if if she that, would have had a, a that's a that's a fair criticism, won. but that's not like uh, it, it's not like I, I don't think it's accurate to say. Well, it's Hillary's fault that we have Donald Trump. I, I you know, it's, yeah, we put the weakest candidate against you know. Well, she the was hard left right populist she, candidate, but but mm-hmm. like she Who's actually going to she's not one? the weaker candidate if she actually beat Bernie head to head. She cheated Bernie. Okay, so like let's not, so, so let's get not, into that. So I I keep hearing these kinds of um you know the primaries were rigged. I I just so take me through some of the examples of this. Cuz well, ha, have you read anything from WikiLeaks? Have yeah, read I've anything? read I've read these emails that are supposed to be kind of scathing and um aside from there's one thing which I do find pretty objectionable, which is that uh, Donna Brazil like leaked a question about a CNN debate that was to to the Clinton team. And Donna Brazil de- deservedly had to resign and she got fired from CNN. Yeah. So, oh, but, but that's like, that. that's such a minor thing. I mean, like, I don't... Why did De- uh, Debbie Washington Schultz resign? Why did she resign if there was no election fraud? Because a lot of people thought there was, so there wasn't any faith left in her leadership, regardless of whether or not there was actually fraud. I mean, people think a lot she, of things in mass and can be wrong. She wasn't. She wasn't popular. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I, I yeah. haven't. I haven't. Uh, look. What What are like? I mean. Okay. okay so they're the. the By the way, I don't w- like Wikileaks. Schultz either. She was from uh, a district. I forget if it was my district or near my district growing up. Um, and that's the one piece of like Democrat hatred that has stayed with me from my youth is I do not like this person. So I'm not saying that she's a great person or anything. I'm saying that she can or a good politician or anything. I'm saying that she could have left for reasons other than eminently provable election rigging. And she is like an example of like the sort of Democratic rank and file that I'm kind of not. I, I just find kind of um, just kind of boring. And they don't have a not spot. exciting. Well, that's well, that's different. The Democratic members who are scared of the NRA and aren't willing to actually do anything about you know gun control legislation that pisses me off. But the the rigging of the primaries. So you know, people mentioned the the fact that like in New York you had to be registered like six months ahead of time or something like that, and how that's like rigging and. I just like to me that those are just the rules. I mean, that's and why. Why are they the rules? Because why not question? Rules? Because that's what I mean. It's like it wasn't some kind of grand conspiracy against Bernie. Those rules were does, set in place before <laughs> before Bernie came into the picture. Does Does legal mean good and illegal mean bad? No, exactly. Uh, well, so, okay. So wait, 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 wait a minute. Why did you say exactly? Why didn't we have? Day of registry. Why because those, those the party didn't want that. Those also, I don't the rules. Yeah, and yeah. that doesn't tend to happen most. Like, like, do we don't have day of registry but in that, uh, most that, states? That's closer. That's closer so, to a true and open democracy with a popular vote. But 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 but, but the 
Democratic Party by its nature isn't a true and open democracy. Like unto itself, it is not a true and open democracy. Yeah, so, it's a club. Yeah, so theoretically, if you're actually right. uh, a really – if you actually really care about the Democratic Party, like you'd already be registered and this wouldn't be something you'd have to worry about. I'm still registered. I need to take it out. Okay, but uh, like I'm, I'm just – I'm using the, the New York example or whatever as, you know – six months ahead of time whatever the time frame was i can't remember now but yeah they're they're arguably trying to weed out specifically people who got excited about one candidate or the other right before the election they wanted people who had actually spent more time in the democratic party and cared about it like formed it as part of their identity as a person making these decisions but but like did well so it, it it comes back to this to this idea of where where Brett and I are a little confused are is, uh, you know, you seem to think that this organization like screwed Bernie out of, you know, taking over this organization that you don't like. And it's the same organization. He, he <laughs> was like, trying, he, like, he wasn't I, trying to take control of the Democratic Party, essentially. He well, well, to, well, that's well, exactly what he was that, doing. That is what, for the, Demo- the Democratic nominee it becomes the head of the party for the... I know, yeah. but he's supposed to lead the nation, right? And Republicans and Democrats are... Well, before the, before, the, before so, that... So that's what he was trying to do. None of this partisan nonsense that it's, oh, he wasn't a Democrat and therefore... He can't uh, be the Democratic nominee. Um, well, he could. That was the thing. Like he, they, they he actually, could have been. they actually. That's had... just a. That's just a non-argument. That is just a non-argument. How is it a non-argument? Like, they let he... they let him run and they what, let him what compete. What did he do yeah. wrong? Oh, oh, he didn't do oh, anything yeah. wrong oh, other yeah, than so not. He, he ran a great campaign. Oh, it was yeah, incredibly successful. Well, yeah, but like like he ran a good camp. He ran a great campaign, yeah, I mean, and he had a lot of so young voters with excitement for him. Here's the thing, but so, but he didn't get as many votes. Yeah, like so. Here's the thing. When here's how Bernie kind of telegraphed this. So by actually opting to run as a Democrat, it actually really what it did is it revealed that he didn't expect to actually win. What what he expected was just to make enough noise that he could push the party platform. You sound exactly left. like. The, the guys on CNN. Well, it also happens exactly to be the like truth. That. Oh, God, CNN. I, I, wait, wait, I, this I, is, I, hang on, hang on, hang on, let's do a little sideways thing, because we did one on the media last time. Uh, Matthew, do you not like CNN? Because CNN might be hated by everybody in this case. Well, I'm, I, I think they're funny. I think they just, it's like, oh, uh, Donald Trump's still in campaign mode. Like, you guys just don't get it. You get, it's like, oh, here's the uh, options for the 2020 runs. This Cory Booker guy. You guys just, it went right over your head. You guys have no idea, those those guys at CNN. They're just a bunch of corporates. What went well, over I like their head? Jake Tapper. I like Jake Tapper, but mostly everybody, they'll just say whatever's yeah, on the teleprompter. Jake is good, yeah. Um, I like Jake. Hey, we all agreed about this. Woo! Yay! Consensus in America in 2017. <laughs> no, he's, Jake he's, Tapper's pretty all right. He's a good journalist. What, I like um, Brian Stelter. He's a good journalist. Uh huh. Yeah. And I like Fareed Zakaria, though he's sort of more of he's not as much of a domestic guy. But yeah. All right. Um, let's go back to this other thing, Eric. So, where were you on the primary question? Well, so oh god, if if Bernie had, if he thought that he would actually 
because here's the thing he didn't think he would actually be able to beat the clintons i would imagine like at the at oh. the outset of this almost beat them yeah he did right, but but at the but this was this is have won. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to let that go I'm, for a I'm minute. For a minute. Right now. I'm, what? Can I, can I can I make my point first? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like at the beginning of this when Bernie started, right? I mean, he was like this unknown independent senator who was crashing the Democratic Party, right? Like 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 that's what was happening, and you know he had these sort of um, broad things that he wanted to accomplish, like. Decreasing income and wealth inequality, better health care, better education, you know, good stuff. And he just, I, I you know, I thought, I, I think his campaign initially was about simply trying to get more of the stuff he valued into the Democratic platform. And then he actually, because Clinton's kind of a weak candidate um, and has no charisma, whereas Bernie is a great speaker. And has great rallies, and is great on TV, and still so forth. Still out there, he wound up doing pretty well. Plus, there was this populist uprising that we didn't really expect. I mean, now it just kind of seems inevitable that this would happen, but at the time, it really <laughs> did not seem like uh, that was not kind of in the cards yeah. that we thought. But if he thought that he was that at the time that he started that he would actually like win then why wouldn't he run as an independent <laughs> yeah why wouldn't he bypass all that partisanship that you're talking about why wouldn't yeah, he just like go if he, right if he as hates the partisanship so much and his followers hate partisanship so much and 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 that the parties are the problem then why would he become essentially why would he try to take over one of the parties you know that, that's not that's not exactly draining the swamp well, I mean, to be fair, he never said that. Uh, that's what he implied. The I, I, hang on, I have a huge headache. Um, I'm just like trying to think and process all this. Bernie ran as a Democrat because he felt like he could reach out to more people. Like I think that's that's basically it, and I think that's not a bad thing. No, no, I don't. Oh, think he had he had every that. right to do it, and I think yeah. the resu- the results are to be admired. I mean, he almost freaking beat the Clintons. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Well, he did. So it's just okay. So yeah, yeah here, here's here's the thing that what, I want. What to is the so no what is the ever ever here? ever ever going to convince me that it wasn't stolen? I saw it with my okay. own eyes. They the, okay, no, 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 in the uh, bo- uh, well, that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> When they when they gutted the Voting Rights Act, they they limited the, so, the wait, uh, who's, polling places. Who's they? And we're they, talking. They did what? Republicans. Yeah, we're okay. talking about we're talking about the Democrats, I believe, because the Republicans do it too. Well, wait, but, but the, the Republicans view. were the ones who gutted the Voting Rights Act um, recently, and I'm not actually up on this one, but that I think that was uh, two ish, three ish years ago. Yeah, that's they, they've been trying to do that for the past like uh, three or four years. That's their way of that. That, that I would consider actually cheating, where they're trying to uh, get uh, minorities not to vote. Yeah, yeah. But um, but when you say the election was stolen, uh, are you are you talking about the uh, you're talking about the primary, right? Yes. Yes. So, but what does the Voting Rights have to, Act have to do with with that? Well, didn't it uh, limit polling places? Didn't it? Didn't it? 
don't know. There's something like you can't. No, you can't it didn't because if as long as you. But no, no, no. So what what you're describing is that over and over with these primaries, obviously each state kind of had different laws on the books as far as and and the actual Democratic and Republican Party within each state has different guidelines and you know different ways of handling how they do the primary or the caucus and what you're describing is that people you know really like bernie they decided they wanted to vote for him but they sort of realized too late that they they weren't aware of the rules early enough and now you're sort of saying that well it's flawed because there were these rules in place <laughs> no it was it was flawed because they rigged it from who's that, before, like before who's they ran the democratic party how was that but how was that rigging if uh, so like so, the clinton so supporters had to do the, the same the thing job? right they had to register early yeah so like the clinton supporters yep. had to do the same thing if you wanted to vote for hillary clinton you, you had to follow the same rules i mean it's like it, it would have i would have considered it rigged if in every in every primary there's a rule that you could register for the same day as long as you were voting for hillary and then everyone else had to follow the old rules. That would be rigging. But if everyone's well, got to do the if, same process, if, if, if you want to, if you want to talk about rules, let's talk about Bill Clinton and campaigning for Clinton in Massachusetts. He was blocking the entrance to one of the voting booths. Uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty bad. You can't you can't be doing that. If we want to talk about rules, let's let's start following. You them. mean in this um, in this election? I, yes. I'm not familiar did, with did, that did, instance. Did, did you see Bill Clinton? campaigning in Massachusetts during the election during the so primary. the election was stolen because one 71 year old stood no, in the doorway in Massachusetts that was one example there was so many examples from why uh, but like the, why the, can't you the be limited campaigning? limited debates what but why can't you be campaigning on the day of the primary I mean the one who's if, saying that we should follow the rules that's one of the rules. Why is that it's not? Hard. Why is it not? Why is that? I've never heard of that rule that you can't campaign the same day of the primary. If people are still out there undecided and in front haven't, of the voting booth, voted. you can't you can't do it within a certain area of the, of, of the booth of the place where you're voting. Okay. He, so well, I mean, right. I you, you may have me there. Like I, I, they limited, I honestly they don't know. The debates. They limited the debates. Uh, they, the, I, as I recall, didn't the Republicans have way more debates? They did. But yeah, yep. oh man, those were amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the Democratic debates were kind of boring, though. I, I have to admit. I oh, mean, they were they really were, were more substantive and better, but but Let's, more boring. Yeah. <laughs> See, no wonder it's like oh substance. Oh Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah that makes that was, well, uh, to, I think to that was be definitely fair, I got, I got an insane amount of pleasure live tweeting the Republican debates. Eric. Yes. Wait, what? Um, I, I, with the Republican debates, I was live tweeting a bunch of them where I was just sitting there with a in, in front of the TV with my laptop, tweeting and retweeting all the funniest stuff I could find. It was. Um, oh, yeah. It was basically Back before you knew this is America. This is the future of America. Well, these I, guys. I, I uh, you know, it was this. Strange, Minus Chris Christie. It, it was this. Well, it was this strange thing where I, I you know, it's like I realized that it was like. It was like a third grade talent show where like you had these idiots on the stage and you had an audience of like millions of people like in the same uh, chat room on Twitter yelling stuff 
at these at these people in like a soundproof room, I guess. But it was bizarre. So obviously, with the with the Democrats past the first debate, which was which was kind of fun because of Lincoln Chafee, there were fewer debates. Yes, but I don't think that is like like that's not rigging. That's just there probably could have been some more debates. And I think they did add maybe one or two more. Limiting polling places and the time and you know, the register. It's just it's just really that's that there's not anything going on. It's like oh well, you know, it's just the rules. It's like, mm, well, that's I'm that's sure how the country works. Like, to. there are rules. Like, there have to be like actual like uh, guidelines. Exactly. Like, there has to be something in place that people have to follow. Like, it, it, it and so so if those aren't the rules, what what should they be? Day of registry. Okay, so what you do now is oh oh day of registry. Yeah. So what you do now is the, until the next election, you, you know, send letters or petition, you know, the Democratic Party to change the rules. And in your state that you're living, like write your Democratic Party in Oregon and try to get them to change the rules. That's how democracy works. Like, yeah. like other than that, there's not really anything you can do. I mean, I could try to talk to Chank Uger about constitutional amendments. He he seems pretty adamant on getting money out of politics. I think we can get well. Uh, you're on. You're, I, I notice you're on. Okay. You're on Facebook a lot, talking to a lot of like political people and like uh, people who are passionate about Bernie stuff. Like start uh, one of and those people who are passionate about Hillary and Trump. Well, I, I'm just I'm just saying there are a lot of the a lot of people out there. Start a petition. Get like one of those online signature things and submit it to the people who are in charge of these kinds of rules. And then that's how things get fixed. Okay. I mean, that's, 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 just, how, that's just how, so. that's just how the country works. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Protest, protest. Like I, I, I want to do that. I, I feel like my own way of like telling them would just to like start this project that we're doing, and it's basically anti-establishment but more to the right. So yeah, I kind of want that to be like my campaign, if you will. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm not making a lot of sense. I've been tired all day. And so you're this oh, this, is, this is like one of your uh, music projects. Yes. Okay. So you said it leans to the right? Uh, I mean, against to oh. the right. Like, it's more anti-conservative. So anti-right. Anti, anti well, right. Okay. Sorry, I, I, I misunderstood what you said. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. Uh, it's a very... It's like... I mean, I don't want to, like, name anybody, but, you know, I kind of want to be... No, I... Me. We kind of want to be like a, like a tool sort of rage with, like, gent metal like uh cleaning and intervals sort of deal and we're just going to be talking about the issues and we have a lot of material already like do you, do you have like a, a website or, or somewhere no. that we could like check it out no. okay we just we just all met last night oh wow yeah really even yeah man so really, really, inside uh, inside scoop on this project yeah man yeah we have this is breaking we're breaking news you know you know brett <laughs> Brett is actually in Philly because there's a, there's a music scene there. He's 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 the music, uh, musician. So yeah, you play, yeah. man. 
Yeah, yeah, I do. Cool. What do you got? Right now, it's I play mostly my computer. Oh, One of those. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I actually have a Fender Jazzmaster. I I like to oh, play cool. and sing. And, uh, I'm trying to do keyboards too, which is what I want to implement in the project. So there's there's me, the vocalist, Tanner's guitar, Justice's bass, Nick is drums. Uh, but I want to implement a keyboard, so like for for instrumentals and stuff. So I'm not, like standing up there looking like an idiot. But we should be able to get most of what we need by the end of August. We feel that that's a very we feel that's very it's planned out conservative. What? So you got this planned out August? Yeah. Because we're, we're trying to we got we got like maybe a third or half the pedals that we need. But the the real issue is the amps. Right now we have a few Fender amps, but for that we just got a Gibson Les Paul. That it was it's a uh, it's chambered so it's a really light one. It was like one of four hundred ever made. Um, it needs it needs more more push through it, like a maybe like a Friedman or an Egnator or like a you know those sort of amps. Anyway, so um, is is your favorite? Uh, I know uh, you and I used to talk uh, about my bloody Valentine anymore. Is that where oh, all yeah. the all the pedals are coming from? I guess, yeah, and that's also where the jazz master see, comes from. See, Brett, the, Brett was actually the one who, who told me about Loveless, so um, no, who told hey. me to listen to that. So, oh, and that guy, um, God. Yeah. respect. Oh my God, you, damn, yeah, that's like the only other person. Like, there's like only like five people that I've met that know that album. Uh, I'm hip I'm, sometimes. I'm, it's I'm, uh, I'm, what? Yeah, it's uh, it's not not exactly. Um, in not the, for the pain in, of in, heart. In the public <laughs> consciousness, yeah. Yeah, um, if, if you're trying to listen to, you know, I don't, you 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 put that album on to to explore because really when I can't remember how many gigahertz it is, but when, uh, if you have headphones on and you have it at a certain volume, all that distortion just like it like beams through through everything which is what that album is about he like i, I just love jazz master i love i love the tone so i could i could definitely uh, personalize like how how he felt when when he was making that because you know jazz master like the most underrated guitar of all time in my opinion you know Les paul and strats always take the cake but nobody seems to remember jazz master Sorry. yeah so um, hey, on the on the East Coast here, it's getting pretty late. I'm gonna have to uh, have a snack and go to bed. Uh, but I wanted to close this out, uh, Matthew. I, I wanted to ask you. Yes. One of the things that concerns me is about this Bernie Sanders so, wait, part of revolution. Who who, who, did, who did you actually vote for, Matt? I voted for Jill Stein. Ah, okay. That's Oregon. Safe. Yeah, it's it's safe. Safe blue. Yeah. Yeah, like it was like Clinton's gonna win here in Oregon. It doesn't matter. Okay. Sorry. I, I realized like we had gone like all this whole podcast. And I like, never actually asked you that. So um, go, wait, proceed, proceed, Brett. Sorry. Yeah. What I want to ask you is I, we, we all agree that Trump is terrible and we all and we disagree uh, pretty strongly about Bernie Sanderson's campaign. What like who are you going to vote for next round? I mean, we don't know the main candidate, but would you consider voting? Would you not never vote for any Democratic candidate again? Would you? Oh, well, no, if, if there's a Democrat that, that is saying the right things, of course I'll vote for them. 
Okay. Like um, it's just the, it's like the. What party about the midterms? What like w- like would you would you vote for a candidate that was not saying the right things and it wasn't even that close to what you wanted, but you thought was better than another one, or would you just stay home? Well, I mean, that, that, that's kind of a loaded question, but I'm honestly ser- uh, curious. Like, uh, to 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 me, that like that choice was Clinton Trump. It was like I really hate everything that you're saying, even though I hate the other guy more. Um, so if you were in a swing state, what would you have done? If Okay, so say this person that I don't like is a center-right, I will not vote for you. If you're center, then we can, I think that's like where I can begin, is like a centrist. Okay. Not, not really anywhere leaning towards the left or the right. You know, Obama was center-left in my opinion. So like I would vote for Obama. Yeah. You know, but I'd never vote for Clinton. No. Now, now I understand that you didn't like her and thought she stole things. But looping back around on that, calling her center right seems uh, like pretty bizarre to me. Like you might like corporatist. I can see yeah. as being something of a maybe that's a fairer tag. But at least the policies she advocated. I mean, you'd have to believe that she didn't want to do any of the policies she advocated because she advocated some fairly liberal things, right? Like she advocated continuing Obamacare and making it like. To simplify it uh, broadly, more lefty. She did not. She was all about using diplomacy before just sending troops in. Well, I, at least she said that on the trail. Um, in practice, as Secretary of State, she was actually kind of hawkish. That, see, but, that's another reason why I didn't like her. But socially, socially, she did advocate policies and stances. Like she was, she was emphatically pro-abortion more than any candidate in in history in the debates. Uh, I think you can be like a corporatist and be right on the social issues because. The corporatism is what affects all the social issues. If people are in poverty, then nothing will happen. Like, we we need to rebuild our middle class that is like gone. So and you just uh, do you think she she'll be she'll be nice about to homosexuals and abortion, but when it comes to actually fundamentally changing like how so, how we can run this country, she just she just doesn't get it. Well, well, I mean, she gets the well, the problem is. Well, I mean, to be fair to her, she knows what she's doing, but the problem is she knows what she's doing. You understand me? Like, you think she's just uh, intrinsically manipulative? Like, she just uh, says whatever she needs? Yeah. Well, she always says what is politically expedient. I mean, uh, she always says what's politically convenient. uh, Okay, so to push back on on what you're saying about we need to rebuild the middle class, well... I think she was saying the right things because in terms of bringing, creating jobs, like we need to essentially create new industries. Like the reason why these Rust Belt states, all these people don't have jobs anymore is just because those industries aren't dependent on those people having jobs. And I mean, it's like we live in this like- We also have robots now. Yeah, we, we we live in this like globalized world where it's like, before, I mean, people were dependent on those jobs, but those jobs aren't dependent on those people having them anymore. And Trump is basically selling them this lie that, like, oh, we'll just bring it all back. And it's, yeah. we've I, been, and, we've and been, that's just bullshit. And I'd rather Hillary be, she, I'd rather she actually tell coal miners to their face that, you know, we're going to put you out of business because we'd rather have green jobs than coal. <laughs> like, I'd rather she say that. I, to me, that's, they it offended them, I guess. But to me, it's like 
let's get real here. I mean, like we need to sort of innovate and retrain people. And uh, I don't understand why there's such like a resistance against that. I mean, I guess I sort of understand, but. Well, I don't know. Like in retrospect, I don't know. He just frustrates me. And like, I just don't, I'm really weird in the sense that like, if you do something that I don't, specifically that I don't like, I just, like, lose respect as a human being for you. Like, I just don't... Like, I feel that since she's a corporatist, she gave away her humanity because she doesn't have, like, a moral stance on things because she had no message. I I keep saying this. She was just a no-change candidate. So, like... So... I, I why, get, I get okay, so why why but, was like, change necessary when we have a progressive in the when we had Obama? Why did we need to change from no. Obama and four percent four point seven percent unemployment and seventy consecutive months of positive job growth? Why did we need to change from that? If we're talking about rebuilding the middle class and the economy and so forth, why did we need to change from that? Why didn't why didn't we what's that glass steagle thing? See, there's just not one thing. There's so many things. Right, but nothing is perfect. No candidate is perfect, and and that's just the way. That's just the way it is. I mean, like, but she could have been better, and she wasn't. That's why she lost. Well, but but okay. So that's 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 fair. Yes. Why do you uh, hate her and then say that she was never truly liberal? Things that I, the, the hate her. But I mean, I can't say that I hate her and say that she was never truly liberal. Well, I, I feel like that's a fair summary. What? I feel like that's a fair summary of what you. No, she, no, no, no. He he said she's a she's a liberal, but not a progressive. That, that's that's to, to be fair. That's what he said. Well, I mean, according to her, the brand is like liberalism. Like personally, I like I said, I don't I don't consider her a liberal. She's center right with the Republicans. How do how do you get that though? Because she she advocates for a lot of policies the Republicans definitely don't like. Yeah, well, and, like, and why, why do they? Why do the Republicans hate her so much? Then, I mean, yeah, why don't they vote for her if they thought she was going to do everything they wanted? Like, if she if she was so if she was so progressive, she should have thought taking money from Saudi Arabia, who uh, I believe that they hate homosexuals, they execute homosexuals, they how do they treat their women over there? It's like, see these these things, like you have to fund them. She but was the, the okay, so that, that's like just like a practical, like a practical reality of the world. She was nice on the social issues, but was, did she really mean it? No, because she, I can't believe that I'm, I'm, I haven't been saying this, but she got donations from foreign, from foreign nations. She got so many donations from our own corporations. Well, that's the so foundation, what right? That she, that she was going to do any uh, of the things that she was proposing. When she says that, oh, I'm, I'm a Republican, I'm center, and then I'm a progressive. Which one is it? See, this is sort of the. Um, when did she ever say she was a Republican? She no, this is why she lost. Is because she's all over the place. Okay, she she well, had no message, and she lied, and she and uh, and she uh, lost. I, to me, there is nobody who is more who has been more loyal to the Democratic Party than than Hillary Clinton. I just care about the partisan. Like I don't care about the Democratic Party. Well, then like they, why do you say want, she's all over the group, place? When like if that's they want what to she. Over the American people, no. Uh, then they're just like the Republicans. We'll have to make our own party. I don't know. Like that. That sounds crazy. So why didn't Bernie Sanders do that then? 
Why did he try to Why be a Democrat? I'm not him. Why don't you go ask him? He, he's in... I don't know where he's at. He's somewhere. Probably Washington right now. Third session, right? Well, yeah, because they're doing all these like confirmation uh, hearings and stuff. Oh, God. Yeah, Have he's you, over there. Oh, my God. Th- those are amazing. We need guns because of grizzlies. Betsy you know, DeVos you know, is a you know, national treasure. They, they, um, they called the school what she was talking about and not only do they have a fence to keep the bears out they have bear spray so bear spray bear spray i need a uh, t-shirt that just says bear spray yeah no if if i can say something i find it like just 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 a comment you know not being a democrat like i didn't i wasn't really fully aware of like how how partisan it gets like so that's basically oh. where i wasn't able to understand your arguments it's like you know to me it's well it's i'm not, not a, it's i'm not, not about, a democrat it's not about either party. i don't care i don't care about the party so like if you wanted to talk about that you should talk to somebody who's in the the well, democrat just that your 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 criticisms about about the way the bernie hillary thing went is that the democrats acted in uh, the interest of like basically selecting somebody who is actually a democrat because they're but that's not but that's not democratic how, how, well, yes it is it's that's their club no, it's their it, it, uh small d or capital d yeah like 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 broadly speaking if you mean democracy philosophically then i guess not but within the confines of the democratic club capital d the political party then well yeah, then we disagree well, yeah, it, no, I, I know we disagree. Um, so, I, so, so you're I, saying I was, like the Democratic Party should represent this sort of more open thing just because they represent more supposedly more progressive values? Supposedly. But okay. but do you think they should but, um, by but, nature but, but, but of that's their just not, policy? That's not how government functions, right? So like maybe in the abstract, like, yeah, okay, maybe, but when the rubber meets the road and it's time to run the government and elect people and then have those people serve in government and, you know, get things done. That's sort of, that's just sort of how it, how it works, you know? Yeah. And this, I mean, as when I was younger, I used to sort of rage at the two party system, but so right now Trump wants to come in. They're pretty fucking old right now. So yes, I'm almost 29. Um, oh, yeah, thirty is coming up. So I mean, like, so right now, I won't be able I to mean, trust you. Right, right now, Trump wants to come in, and uh, I think how many governorships do the Democratic Party have right now? Like thirteen or seventeen or something like that. It's not good. Yeah, and I mean, the only thing protecting us from the Republicans basically coming in and basically doing whatever they want is the fact that there's this kind of blockade in the form of the democratic party these people who are in the government and it works the other way around when you know the democrats the democrats had their you know really big majority when obama was elected i mean so i mean where you're sort of more on uh, talking about the ideology but it's sort of like these parties are sort of more tools of governance as opposed to to ideology so um, while I w- while I'm not like I wasn't in- enthusiastic about Hillary like as a person or, or candidate, she wasn't exciting. 
I thought she could come in and realistically run the government. Well, I, I thought I thought personally that Bernie would do a better job. See, I don't because he's never been in a position where he's ever had to answer to anybody. He's always just been this outsider who's never really. Brett has more pointed criticisms, I'm sure. Sure. Oh yeah, no, I, it's, he's someone who was essentially in the political wilderness. He, he lived in his own backyard. He was beloved by the people who were very much like him. He didn't really have much at stake in the way of power, so he could say whatever he wanted. And then he said, see, I never made any serious decisions, therefore I remained ideologically pure. Vote for me. I think that's, it's, easy, it's easy to be a true believer when you don't have to actually take into consideration the views of a big group of people. And when you don't have to wage serious battle and find, com- and find common ground with adversaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you can, like you guys can say all those criticism, Bernie. I'm, I'm gonna disagree because, like, I feel that there's a much, much more serious threat that we're facing right now, and I can't. I'm surprised we haven't been talking about him as much as we have Bernie or Clinton. Well, um, well, this is this is actually, that? yeah, no, this is this is why we we've been talking we've been talking about this uh, other thing because. What concerns me with the um, with Bernie's movement is that it seems to be anti. It seems to be about making sure that people are pure in their hearts before we elect them to office, and we're never going to get anything done. Like government is compromised, basically. We we've got to the the we bunch of people, people I mean, the bunch like, of people who don't like the bunch of people who don't like Clinton and the bunch of people who don't like Bernie and the bunch of people who are apathetic but know that they don't want a dictator in the White House. We all have to consistently vote for policies that keep the government away from us. Ironically, that's, you know, that's that used to be the Republicans' marching orders. <laughs> they've, they've changed their tune, I guess, a little bit. But um, yeah, so what concerns me about Bernie's movement is the idea that it rejects anything short of um, total immersion, and that's a recipe for Republicans ruling every legislative body in the country for the next like fifty years, even as the country socially changes around them. It's very dangerous if we can't compromise, is what I'm getting Honestly, at. Honestly, since this has been so unprecedented, I think anything could happen at this point. We're all going to die. That could happen. But this is the thing. Well, this so is true. It shouldn't have come to this, right? So, I mean, I, I do feel like this with this with this election, it, it, it has been a wake-up call for a lot of people that... Um, oh, for me, for sure. It's yeah. like, like you have to vote every single election, and even the midterms. And you have Even to, with boring candidates who may or may not be corrupt. Yeah, but it should not have come to Trump getting elected to being the wake-up call. It should have been Trump getting actually nominated. It should have been enough of a wake-up call to uh, to sort of have everybody become more pragmatically minded. And, uh, you know, so uh, to me, this is like... Cutting their pants. Well, this is like a two plus two equals four thing for me. I mean, this is like... Okay, the, the the choice is either Trump being president, or or we can we can live with Hillary as she's the only person who, who can beat it. I mean, it's I happen to like Hillary a little bit more than that. So, but like that's sort of a, not enough people saw it that way, and so Trump won. Yep. So yeah, I anybody have anything else to say? Been talking for a while here. Well, I, I like I said, I, I got to get going soon. But uh, Matthew, I guess just one last question. Since we disagree, you know, it's, it's interesting to mm-hmm. hear your views on these things. What do you think the way forward is? Like, what would will what will your political or your voting behavior change in light of this uh, horrifying election that we just had? 
Well, to be honest, you know, after after the election, I, I felt kind of excited because it's like, oh, wow, we're not going to be fighting Clinton. We're going to be fighting the anti-vax guy. So we can basically point him out and call him out wherever. And I didn't think the media would be so adamant to call him out. And there's, you know, because usually what they do, it's like, uh, Trump said this. Uh, we don't know if it's correct, so we'll talk to Ron Paul. Ron Paul, what do you think of this? And they don't, they don't go out and check it. And now they do. So I think the way forward is to just challenge him at every step and, you know, to make it clear that this is not a totalitarian, this is not a totalitarian country. You can't, you can't be a, a fascist like this, an uh, embarrassment to, like, I can't enunciate that enough, how, how, how embarrassing this is, not, not just as an American, as a human being, that, uh, you know, he feels that he can say whatever he wants, and it doesn't matter if it's factual or not. If he feels it in his head, that's what they're going to do, despite n- not not just the fact that um, he knows that he's wrong. I don't think he cares that he's wrong because he's got to make his he's got to make his his money. You know, he's got to uh, like. I feel that that's the reason why he really uh, eventually ended up running was because of his death. So I feel that the only way forward is to expose him at every turn, hopefully get him impeached, fight Pence. And President Pence, woo! Yes! That doesn't, that doesn't sound too great. No, it doesn't, but guess what? Um, he said that uh, gay conversion therapy saved his life. So well, okay, I, wait, uh, Pence said I that? What? Pence said that? Yeah. So I think he. So, uh, wait, so think he was he was him. gay at one point. Like they didn't. I, wow, I, Look I missed that, that one. Look at that haircut. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, well, you, you got to tell me that's a really snazzy looking hair. Did I say snazzy? Damn it! You did. I'm sorry. That was that was to be unheard. <laughs> you didn't hear that. And I feel that you know people like me. You know, all we can do is we can you know keep talking about it, keep sharing and everything. You know. The, another way forward is, you know, I love how TYT, you know, does all their things. We, we're the media, you know, and I feel that that's like a sense of empowerment that we can actually stand up to the corporate media and like, you know, say what's actually going on. You know, for example, with, with Dapple, um, there was not a lot of coverage in the beginning and everyone who was there was, was recording it. And I feel... Yeah, that, that's that's a way forward. We become the media. We will inform people what's going on, and people will who voted for Trump who uh, who are already regretting their vote. More people start to regret. Shake uh, made a prediction that like he's going to go down into the teens. That it's going to be so bad. Uh, I believe it's hovering around like thirty six, thirty seven percent in his approval rating. So I think it's just only oh. a matter of time. Before they realize, well, unfortunately, that, like, this guy, this approval guy. rating doesn't necessarily result in impeachment. <laughs> it's like yeah, well, no, no, no. Like we already talked about the impeachment and his his uh, his business. Well, so well, oh, but I mean, right. there's there's no one, no one's, no one's seriously considering impeachment proceedings well, at least right now. Even he, even he, though you could, the House would have to, well, the House would have to impeach him, and right now Republicans have the majority in the House and a well, big one. Well, they might. They they might want to because think about it. Here's this guy. He's saying all these crazy things that sometimes they don't want. Like I imagine that they want a TPP as well. They did. Pence is it actually, 
amazing conservative. The Republicans would would just bend over for Pence. Oh my God! Except that that's a sin against God. What? Um, I said except that that's a sin against God. Yeah, I could I could actually see that happening. That if the wind political winds turn against Trump, but I mean that's still Republican rule. I don't know. Like, so what? What should I do um, in the next month? It, what What do you think I can do to do my tiny, tiny part to make there be not President Trump in two thousand twenty? Well, just, just um, I, I can't. I can't believe I had to say that racism isn't okay, that xenophobia isn't okay, like in the in the age that we're living in. So basically, like. My my strategy is if there is if there's anti intellect, if there you know there's this push for anti fact, viciously oppose it, ridicule it, make it like you have to call these guys out. But for, I feel like for, we've for, done yeah, that for the past anti- no, no. year and a half, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, like I, me. that yeah, well, really you, concerns me. I mean, I want to do that. Don't don't get me wrong. What no, you're advising I, 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 me. Do it all, like, I do it all the time. But I don't really see that it had much of an effect. It's like I'm not God. The thing is, I, I no, no, no. I'm, I'm just asking your opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know myself. I was just curious. I, I guess I, we'll, we'll keep I looking. Feel like we, we just have to wait until people come to terms with the fact that Trump isn't going to yeah deliver them the financial aspect happen. of it. When, I guess there are people that are depending on him to save them, and when he doesn't, that's that's when you can you can uh, come out stronger on that, and, and I'm not saying to ridicule the the people necessarily, just ridicule him because he's a, a baby. He's a, well, he's a loser. The, the problem is he all of his followers then you know start saying some of the stuff like just because they want to believe it. It's not so much that they. I don't know if it's even that they don't know any better. It's that they want to believe it. So it's almost like yeah. uh, gospel or something. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it's kind of like how we were talking in the beginning. Religion has a huge part uh, to play with it, too. They, they think that God elected him. You know, and then by that logic, you know, God also elected Obama. But, you know, with... Well, when with Obama was elected, there was a strong current of he's going to save us. Among like some people on the left too. That's true. So um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that, that's there's kind of a disturbing a trend. In, yeah, yeah. There's a danger, and what, what what concerns me is that you know religion has always. We were talking about religion at the very beginning of this. Religion is always about saying who you are, um, putting yourself in line with a certain way of living. We might say that it's oh, I believe this because it's the only way it could possibly be, and I was reasoned into it. But, I mean, that's simply not how it is. It's a, it's a cultural identity. It's a way of going through life and a mechanism for addressing its problems. And it's funny, we've become more religious in our political bearing lately, and that really concerns me. I mean, that's the thing that most concerns me about Bernie, which is what we've been talking about the whole time, this idea that this politician will make things better. Hey, I... It would have been great if I was wrong. If he won the primary and he turned out to be, you know, this amazing president who fixed everything for everybody, that would be fantastic. But, you know, even if that were true, there'd just be one of him, and then, you know, eventually he'd, he'd die or retire or be forced out for, through term limits. We're All we're right. looking at politicians to save us lately, and that's very very concerning to me. Like, well, ideally, I, politicians won't affect your life very much. Completely. I would disagree with you completely because when he said political revolution, he's like talking to you, like, no, take back your government. 
my, a lot of my friends, they're, they're um, you know, they're going for office. They want to, they want to be in politics. Oh, that's so, good. No, they're not. Yeah, that's they're cool not trend. Looking, yeah. Okay. Okay. When it comes to Bernie, it wasn't, it wasn't about him. It was about us. That's what we loved about him. Is that he gave us a voice. So it's not, it's like, I'm kind of concerned with with your concern that it's like oh the, these crazy the progressives they're going to destroy the country and uh, let the Republicans have the office forever. That's what the neoliberals just did. They just lost. If we were the nominee, we would have beat him. We wouldn't have this problem. Um, uh, but I don't know but we're that. not look. We're not trying to look up to anybody. We're trying to build ourselves for our country. So I. So when your friends are going to run for office, are they going to run as independents, as a new party, Democrats, Republicans? What are we talking here? I actually haven't, I haven't asked Sam or anybody. Um, I would, I would imagine Democrat. T- to be honest, I see. I, uh, if I were to run, I would also run as a Democrat. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess so, we're stuck for two parties a little longer then. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. I can't do independent. I, I. I can't. I don't like Gary as much. He's weird. Well, technically, he has a party too. Well, yeah, he was. He yeah. was libertarian. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. libertarian. He, so, he had to be. He had to be nominated. They had a convention. <laughs> they did. I saw some footage. It was amazing. Well, the Green Party had a convention too. Uh, yeah. All right. So well, I think that about uh, wraps yeah, up. Yeah, we've for been. Me, uh, we're, we're creeping up on an hour and forty five minutes here. So. So, All right, uh, Matthew. Thanks a bunch for talking to yeah, us. I, I didn't know we'd you. ever have a guest on this thing. I thought it was just me and Eric talking to each other. So yeah, thanks a bunch for uh, for yeah, yeah giving your opinions. Yeah. No, um, I, I hope that it was you know constructive. I didn't seem too crazy, to you guys. So thank you for tolerating me. Like I'm no, not, I, I'm 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 really you, uh, I'm really um, genuine when I, when I when I say this. Like I want to use this podcast to actually talk to as many people and like actually have a conversation about this because I feel like with this entire election, like I said in the beginning, like we, we we were just talking past each other without actually having a dialogue and like, actually I feel like, like there was no discussion. Um, it was just kind of, I believe this and you suck. Uh, <laughs> then that yeah. was, that was uh, I, it. Yeah. And then, like, it. let's let's share as many things on, on Facebook as possible that uh, that back this up. And I feel like if, if that's all everybody is doing, you know, I just I don't really see that as constructive, to use your word. Well, yeah, I, I would. Um, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, Van Jones kind of said the same thing. We were talking. We were talking about each other without actually talking to each other. So, I forgot that you said that at the beginning of the podcast i wanted to say it because uh, it just reminded me of it no i think you're right you know i i do wanted to go back and correct my my statements like about viciously viciously opposing him when um to viciously oppose trump i i think i think that that is okay to viciously oppose the supporter yeah that's that's where i that's where i can agree uh because you know if you just um you know point and claim they're going to go into the cognitive dissonance and then we go into the cognitive dissonance and we're not going to talk to each other so yeah it is it is very important that we that we speak to each other and why we we voted for whoever 
So I thank you guys for bringing me on. Thank right, you for being here. Yeah. And uh, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, we'll have you on again if if we if we run out of guests or something like that. Maybe uh, with the uh, with big praise. Yeah, yeah. The um, maybe with like the midterm elections or you know the run up to that. Yeah, I'm sure is yeah. going to be uh, interesting. I don't know how long we're going to do this podcast, but let's let's be optimistic here. So forever. Yeah. Yeah, forever. All right. This is uh, cool. Eric Mack, liberally correct, episode seven, along with uh, Brett Matson and our special guest. Say your name one last time. Matthew Hurdy. From Salem, Oregon. I'm getting that correct? Salem, Oregon. All yes. right. Peace out. Break! Hey, guys. Eric Mack here again. Thank you for checking out episode number seven of Liberally Correct. We do appreciate you listening <laughs> almost two hours into an episode. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate that. Uh, the song you heard at the top of this episode was called Only Shallow from My Bloody Valentine's 1991 album, Loveless. This song is also called, uh, or is also from Loveless. Uh, this is called Soon. Um, great album. Check it out, uh, especially if you like this kind of music. All right. See you next time.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.